0: Welcome to the True Logic, the podcast edition, the place where we talk about trends, news, and insights for businesses and individuals who want to succeed in digital marketing. Join our host, SEO expert, and certified mama's boy, Bern Sunwan, as he gives you insights on digital marketing fundamentals, tips and best practices, and easy conversations with industry experts about the latest trends and happenings in the digital world. Let's get started.
1: the evolution of the Philippine digital economy. Hi, and it's that time of the year again where we close out one year and we enter another year. And my favorite period of the year is always when I get to take a look at the Bain, the Temasek, the Cantar, the Google, the Facebook reports for the year. I um, mean, just take a look at how the Philippine economy has progressed over the years. So, so for those of you that have been following our content for a while, I think one of the things you'll realize is I'm a big nerd. When it comes to Philippine digital economic data, I'm a I'm a big fan, and I, I guess the headliner for 2023 is that the Philippines digital economy is expected to rise to a gross merchandise value of about 35 billion by about 2025. The surprise to me was that the total gross merchandise value of the Philippine economy hit 20 21 billion U.S. dollars. Right, that's that's huge, right, for a country that is 300 350. U.S. dollars in terms of GDP, seeing a a 2021 percent or 2021 billion e-commerce industry is huge. Now, that might not sound very significant, but if you join me on this ride through, through time, I'll walk us through 2019, 2020, 2021, and then 2022, And maybe you guys get to see why I'm so optimistic about the development of the digital economy in the Philippines all the time. So, hi guys, welcome to another episode of the DX podcast. So I think most countries now are starting to open up, right? Like China was the last holdout and even they are opening up. And as most of the world opens up, there are global headwinds that that sort of threaten the, the ability to grow by in some countries, right? Like, Like I would think the good news is we're not likely to bump into those headwinds. Like the Philippines is probably going to wind up with a less than ideal GDP growth, but a recession is nowhere in our horizon. So in spite of the macroeconomic headwinds, the Philippines remains on course to grow its e-commerce industry and grow it to 35 billion US dollars by 2025. What that means is the digital economy is probably going to be at about, I would say, 10% of of Philippine GDP, you know, and operating under the assumption GDP goes higher, might be a lower percentage. So let's go back through time. What happened in 2019 before the pandemic? Right. So I think before the pandemic, everybody knew the Philippines was either the first or the second largest consumer of content in the Philippines, and if i'm not mistaken i think our our gross merchandise value in 2019 was less than was less than 7 billion so come 2020 we're all locked down we're sort of expecting all of it to double we're expecting we're expecting the gross merchandise value of purchases in the philippines to grow to i don't know 14 15 16 but you know that's sort of not what happens Right. We sort of closed off. We closed off 2020 at 7.5 billion U.S. dollars. Now, the real change happens in 2021. Uh, And I guess it's because we were in in a pandemic, you know, Jan, Feb, and we sort of got locked down middle March. But where we closed off 2020 at 7.5 billion in e-commerce, we closed 2021 at about 17 billion right that's incredible that is an incredible surge in the growth of the philippine internet economy and just think about that there's not a lot there's not a lot of segments of commerce of the economy that that really do that so take for example in e-commerce how did the philippines do so 2015 we sort of hit a billion in 2019 e-commerce only we were at about 3 billion Um, In 2020, that grew to 4 billion, again, e commerce only. And then in 2021, we we hit 93%, like that that grew to over 8 billion, right? So that's that's incredible. For transportation and food, the Philippines did uh, about 300 million in 2015, right? And then about three quarters of a million, about 800, or three quarters of a billion, about 800 million in 2019. Sort of stayed flat in 2020 right and then the adoption really kicked in in 2021 as more people got more comfortable with the habit of ordering online and whatnot now i think no surprise one of the biggest industries that took a hit was uh travel right i think that should not i don't think that should have uh, surprised anybody and travel grew from like 2 billion us dollars in 2019 to you know 700 million in 2020 by the way, the Philippines' consumption in online media—that that thing's been very consistent, right? In twenty fifteen, a very small percentage of us were spending about a total of four hundred million annually on online media. Almost two million, about one point seven million U.S. dollars in twenty nineteen, and in twenty twenty, we crossed two million. We're still, you know, significantly past. Sorry, two billion U.S. dollars uh, within that period. So between 2020 to 2021 e-commerce powered by food delivery power uh, e-commerce food delivery online media all powered the explosive growth in the philippine digital economy uh, by a whopping 132% right 7.5 billion to 17 billion dollars that's that's crazy growth um and a lot of sectors benefited from that except for online travel in 2021 I think most experts predicted that the Philippines gross merchandise value digital gross merchandise value would hit about 17 billion uh, and you know they were they were sort of right like we we sort of did hit that figure in 2021. if you take a look at the report that comes from 2022 you'll you'll see headlines that say that 2021 internet economy doubles to 17 billion uh, and a lot of this was really... Yes, government initiatives, but also mass adoption of uh, of the public, due to the due to the pandemic, and you know I, I think so far all of these sectors have been growing in 2022, right? So where e-commerce grew in 2021, and transport, and food, online media, uh, online travel is probably going to make a slight recovery not a lot but if you've been to Boracay you sort of know what I mean like in 2022 there there has been a positive trend toward towards growth when it comes to digital economics so 2019 2020 2021 let's talk about 2022 all right as the digital decade continues and you know a lot of analysts are saying the 2020s are it it's the Southeast Asian decade they might be right but As this decade continues, the upward trend still remains between 20 to 24%. So yeah, between 2020 to 2021, we saw a growth like way past 22%, which is where our standard is. And we grew by 70%, 90%, 93%, like nearly double or actually more than double. This year, we see e-commerce as a significant player in terms of the growth in the Philippine digital economy. But just, I think, for, for better context, let's find out where what people have been spending their time on or what we've been using the internet for in, in, the, last, in the last year. So 39% of the time on the internet, we, are, we have been watching videos. So for those of you guys that are on Netflix, on YouTube, that's you guys, TikTok, I think is also part of that. 37% of the time we spent on the internet, we were gaming. 33% of the time, we were listening to music, right? In terms of media usage time, like of all the time isolated to to media utilization, 29% of the time we spent on online media was in video. Uh, 28% in gaming, boo! And (laughs) music is about 19%. I'm saying boo because, you know, gaming ought to be higher. Okay, okay. Now, when it comes to adoption of the Philippine market, this one has seen a significant boost. And I think this is what, what people were talking about when they said the pandemic has changed some of our behaviors and we're never going back. And, and I tend to agree, right? It's not We're not going to see a 70% increase year on year on year on year. That's not realistic. I, I mean, we can go back to the standard 21, 22%. Uh, forecast for how the Philippines will grow. But our baseline has been permanently raised higher by the changes in behavior that the pandemic had that the pandemic had made in society. So across digital users, eighty eight percent of the Filipinos now participate in e-commerce. sixty nine of sixty nine percent of Filipinos uh, that are online. Uh, have participated in food delivery. When I say participated, I mean they order, not 69% of people (laughs) deliver. That would be a nightmare. Uh, 58% of Filipinos consume content on video. Uh, 57% of people do groceries. I think this is a significant increase like from a very marginal amount in 2019, 2020. This is one that that made gains. Gaming is consistent, right? 50% adoption for gamers. I think it's because... You know, there, the, the pandemic didn't really create new gamers. A gamer is a gamer. Uh, 48% on music, transport, and travel, with, with travel sort of watering down what that figure could be. And about 42% of people more willing to pay for recurring charges for a sustainable product or a sustainable service. So another example, uh, other noteworthy changes that, that we saw were digital financial services uh, have sustained their growth with lending, remittance, SMB solutions, uh, hitting $8 billion, right? And, and when I say $8 billion, that, that means all total transactional value. And and digital investments, by the way, in Philippine fintech is not ridiculous. Like, I, I think we still have very nascent um, investments in it, so it is not as mature as it could be, it is not as robust as it could be. Therefore, there is a lot of opportunity to grow that vertical. After a two year digital economy boom, both deal value and deal frequency or deal activity have risen up and it's really thanks to the continued sizable investments in players that are already in the market. So not so much new foreign investments as they are the people that are already successful doubling down on their success online. Digital financial services have captured about 56% of total investor funding, and they raised about $450 million in the first half of 2022. And then, of course, there is a Web3, which is also sort of pulling its weight with a 12% share in the pie. But I think that is also a theme for all of Southeast Asia, where the majority of investments in startups, in tech, are in the microfinance space, in the fintech space, and whatnot. So I think just as a a quick recap, right? Like, so how did the Philippines do in 2022? And I think we did terrific, right? Like the digital economy grew to about 17 billion. We're estimated to grow it to about 21 billion. And I think from our perspective, the only place we've got to go is up. Right, like uh, the estimate. Uh, remember, the original estimate for the Philippines was about 25 billion by 2025, and right now we're set to hit about 35 billion by 2025. So, you know, being an optimist, everything's got a silver lining, and I think this was COVID silver lining to us. And with that, with those parting words, I'll say I hope you enjoyed this episode of the True Logic DX podcast, and uh, thank you for joining us here. And you know, if there's a topic, a guest uh, that you that you want us to feature, give us a shout out, leave us a comment on YouTube, uh, reach out to us on Facebook, uh, and don't forget to subscribe to the True, Lo- True Logic DX podcast. I want to say thank you to our friends at Pod Machine for continuing to power this podcast.
0: Thanks for tuning in to the True Logic DX podcast, an audio production show for people who want to take their digital marketing game to the next level. TrueLogic logic dx is powered by pod machine if you enjoyed today's episode follow at TrueLogic on facebook linkedin and youtube check out our website at www.truelogic.com.ph for more information on digital marketing and make sure to catch our upcoming episodes on your favorite podcast network until next time